friends, here we go. The Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. Welcome to the show. You know me, I'm Eddie Cohn, host and creator of the show, The Spiritual Spiral. Thrilled you're listening. No guests today, just me, just me chatting about life post-pandemic, some thoughts on my mind. I have been playing phone tag or email tag, I should say, with some fantastic guests, so hopefully we will lock our schedules down soon. Um, I'm actually going to be on a podcast on Tuesday of next week. Um, Actually, probably won't post on Tuesday, but we're having the conversation on Tuesday on Rising Star, Making Music That Matters. So really excited to be on that. Um, Some quick housekeeping. Yeah, you know where to find me. Instagram, at Eddie Cohn, Twitter, reach out with any questions. Also on Instagram at the Spiritual Spiral Podcast. And you know I'm releasing a bunch of new music. In a couple weeks, another song comes out, the remix for Animals, although it is on Bandcamp now, eddiecone.bandcamp.com. Music video also coming out for that as well. So a lot of cool musical pursuits happening. I think that's probably why the podcast has sort of not been coming out as regularly. Final touches on my book and releasing new music and videos, so that has creatively been taking up a lot of my time. And also sort of exploring some new music as well. So I did want to record a pretty quick episode today and talk a little bit about anger, and I'll get there in a second, but I'm curious, how are you doing? You know, we we live in this world. I spoke to a friend of mine, you know, a couple days ago. I've known since college. And he was asking, or he asked me about my podcast and what it's about. He didn't know I had one. And I was telling him about sort of the impact of tech and social media on our lives and creativity and and what this all means to us. And his response was very sort of almost glib, like, boy, I, I just think it's great to have all this content. You know, I can go onto YouTube and watch any concert I want. I can go on to Spotify and, and listen to all this music. And, and he really didn't think it was any sort of big deal or he didn't feel like there was a conflict with him. It was all about consumption and an immense overflowing amount of entertainment at your fingertips at any time. And believe me, I fully understand that. I, I think it's not that he's even aware potentially of of the downfalls of tech and social media. But I think there are a lot of people out there that struggle with what I struggle with. And I think there are a lot of people that aren't even aware that, oh my gosh, two hours just went by, and I have just been staring at my phone scrolling for hours. Now this connects to sort of present day, post-pandemic. I asked you how you're doing, and I think the assumption is, you know, with the ease of the lockdowns, with people getting the vaccine, you know, life is quote unquote back to normal again. But do you feel that way? Because I'm, I'm having a hard time transitioning back to the quote unquote real world. Um, I've been sort of holed up at home for the last 16 months. And I've, I've actually enjoyed that immensely. Been very productive. But I think I've noticed my anxiety inside the world, my sort of agoraphobic tendencies, agoraphobia is sort of being scared to go outside. I think I've realized that those, those 
those tendencies are sort of coming back or they've come back again. I, I went to my first public yoga class about two weeks ago. And it was really interesting because I went to Calvin's class, a friend of mine, and the last class that I went to was his a year and three months ago. It was the night before the lockdown. And so I had not been to a class in over a year. And it was very, I felt anxiety. And I felt anxiety being around 40, 50 people, nobody wearing a mask. And again, you know my stance on COVID. I I don't feel like I am at risk. Like I'm not falling into that small percentage of people that potentially could get very sick. I'm in good health, young, eat well, exercise. So it's not, it wasn't anxiety around that, but it was strange to be around a large group of people again. And again, I was speaking to another friend who was sort of like, yeah, I can't wait to go to concerts. Can't wait. It's going to fill up and go to, you know, venues are going to be filled and people are ready to get out there. But are are they? I mean, because I've spoke to another couple friends of mine over the last couple of days and, and they're terrified. They're, they're, they're taking their time getting back into the world. And I'm just curious where you are with all of that. Are you jumping back in? Are you ready to go and party and ready to to um, be surrounded by groups of people and go to shows? Or are you having a hard time adjusting to this post-pandemic life? It's, it's strange. I mean, the assumption is, you know, get the vaccine, you're fine. I don't know. I just, I think it's more complicated than all of that. I mean, right now, I, I know we live in a world where people are judging others based on the vaccine. People are convinced more people that get the vaccine, the better. I'm, I'm just not so sure. I don't know where I line up in all of that. And I think this has all been spun in a way that is causing more division, more judgment. I, I'm still really conflicted by everything that happened over the last 15 months. I still will never relinquish hold of this idea that very rich, influential, powerful people saw an opportunity and took advantage of us. So last segment here, and I'm going to end the show by playing my song Freedom that I released in December, but I want to play a clip from the Mark Marin show where he's talking to Danny Elfman. He's a composer He was the lead singer for the band Oingo Boingo, really well-known. And they start touching on this subject of anger, anger around the pandemic at the beginning. And I really resonated with with that because it's it's interesting. I, I think about the music that came out of Seattle, the energy the angst, the frustration with society that inspired 
Never mind, Allison Chains, Dirt, and Facelift, and Soundgarden. There was so much angst and raw energy in that music. And I think a lot of it came out of anger and frustration, feeling isolated and, and, and unsure about the world. And I'm sort of shocked and surprised that no music is coming out or at least music that I have found that is sort of expressing that angst and anger at what's happened to the world. And I know Joseph Arthur, he's an artist that I follow and like. You should listen to him or follow him on Facebook because he's not expressing angst, but he's expressing valid questions about what's going on with the world. And, and, you know, Eric Clapton expressed some frustration where, you know, a lot of these concert venues are opening up where they're only going to be allowing vaccinated people into these shows. And Eric and Joseph are like, isn't that actually causing more division? All these, these actions and guidelines, it feels like it's causing more division. And, and it's frustrating to me. And I, and I think it's frustrating to a lot of people, but it feels like people are scared to express that point of view. And anger is this really strange, bizarre phenomenon where, of course, if it's not you know, compartmentalized, it, it could erupt into something very destructive. But I think we need to have these open discussions and dialogues about what's happened to the world over the last 15, 16 months. I mean, it, they, the leaders of the world have sort of simplified it as, okay, just, just take the vaccine or just stay home. We're going to be okay. But I don't know. There's a lot of stories that are coming out about the vaccine that certainly makes me apprehensive to get it. And it feels like this, this strange phenomenon that's happened in the world has really benefited a very select elite few. And the media is doing, the, for the most part, the media is doing whatever they can to spin a certain story and get people to think a certain way. And anytime anybody doesn't think that way or expresses something else, they're vilified and basically muted and told to be quiet. And that's what's happening to Joseph Arthur. That's what's happening to Eric Clapton. It's, it's quite frightening to think that that's the world that we live in. And so when I saw this all unfolding earlier last year, I was riddled with anger and frustration at what was happening to the world. At first, I was scared out of my mind because I thought I was going to die and I didn't know what was going to happen. But then when I sort of lifted the layer a little bit and and took a step back and started doing some research about what was going on and the power of the media and the power of Fauci and the power of agendas, I started to think that something else was going on. And so I was inspired to write music and write these songs about what the hell is going on with the world. So I was really resonating with what Danny Elfman was speaking about during this podcast. I'm going to play it for you. Uh, for a brief clip here for you. Danny Elfman talking to Mark Marin. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff in this record that's kind of mostly, most all of it is timely because you knocked it out during this dark period. Yeah, I was, I had so much venom in me when I started opening my mouth to sing and putting lyrics, it was like, I don't even know where all this is coming from, but it was like, 
We were in an America that I could not have imagined except in a bad dystopian American short story or novel. Right. That you go, oh boy, like you're glad, glad that's not reality. Right. And that's where we were heading. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not over. No. Not by a long fucking shot. No, the fight is on. The fight is on. And all we get is a reprieve. Right. So, uh, but in 2020, I mean, I was at the height of frustration. And I was thinking... Fear? Fear, definitely. Yeah. You know, my wife and I were just going, do we move? I know. To I, yeah. Canada or England or New Zealand or Australia or an English-speaking country? Or do we try to bubble up in California yeah. and think of this as a country outside of America. Yeah. You know, how do we play this? It's like America's going insane. Yes. Um, this is Idi Amin. This is yeah. like, like a, a... When does it tip into blood in the streets? When does it tip into blood in the streets? I was feeling those exact same emotions. We had these terrible forest fires happening in Northern California and Southern California. The sky was this apocalyptic grayish orange the protests which turned into riots were happening just about a half a mile away pandemic has locked everything down i have no idea what the fuck is going to happen with my life basically day in and day out i was scared out of my mind i was pissed off and it did feel like the media was only making everything worse just i wonder and I'll leave you with this before I play you freedom. If a, if, if a news source, if a medium is only playing or showing something bad, how is that going to impact human beings? And if people are home all day staring at CNN, Fox, any news source there is, and they're only showing something that scares the living daylights out, that scares the living daylights out of people, what is the effect of that? And so that's when I became really angry and frustrated. Now I'm becoming frustrated with the uh, dog down the street barking. And so that, that leads me to really the theme of the show. You know, what is it doing to human beings who are watching five hours of Netflix every day, who are playing video games eight hours a day, people that are watching CNN, Fox, the news three to four hours every day? When are you going to take a break? Are you aware, are you self-aware enough to take a break from the news, to take a break from your phone? Because if you're not, then we are creating a world, a dystopian world, and I worry about what's next. You know, as, as Mark and Danny were just saying, I don't think we're out of the woods. And all these people that I listened to who were saying, yeah, everything's back to normal. Get the vaccine. I'm going back to shows. Life moves on. All is good. I, I am not buying that. <laughs> not yet. So I'm going to leave you with that. And that was sort of the source for this new record that I'm planning to put out probably in September. It's weird to have a record that's been done and only released singles, but uh, after speaking to some fellow musicians, people in management, it's felt more appropriate. It's probably also a little bit easier to just release singles right now, but I'm going to play for you the first single, Freedom, that I released in December. It'll be coming up. It'll be, it'll be on my upcoming record this fall, but it really, I had not felt this connected to lyrics, to music in a long time. 
and the dy- the dystopian world of 2020 brought all this music and energy out of me and created this collection of songs. So maybe that's one positive. When there's this strange world going on, maybe it takes that world to create something impactful and, and beautiful. So enjoy freedom. Uh, you know where to find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Eddie Cohn. Send me any questions. I hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for listening, supporting, and being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast. And here's, again, the single, Freedom. What a show every night They stole and everyone's lying The left side, the right side We should cross the ocean you feel more modesty Looks like a burial ground A burial every night They're outside Where's our freedom? No stars align Where's our freedom? Outside is the west side Don't know freedom It's all a mistake Of your body.